Luke chapter number 8, Luke chapter number 8, thank you for the song, Brother Amos, and uh, the offertory, did you enjoy the offertory? I did, there was two people playing the piano? At first I look over there and I was like, Mrs. Healy has turned into such a diva, she has her own page turner. And then I, then I just discovered that, that Miss Tori was playing too, and I was just watching, because I, I watch uh, up on the monitor in the back, and I was waiting for Mrs. Stanley to hop in uh, as well. Uh, but maybe maybe they have to work up to that, I don't know. Uh, Luke chapter number 8, and uh, we're going to read a few verses tonight and uh, look at the subject of faith from <clears throat> a different angle. Uh, Luke chapter number 8, and I'm going to begin reading in verse number 22. Uh, this is a story, a passage of Scripture uh, I have preached many, many sermons from, uh, but the, tonight we'll do a Bible study uh, from a little bit different angle and uh, focus on um, a certain uh, aspect of faith. And uh, uh, don't be alarmed. I think I've proven that even if it's the same text and you have notes in your Bible, because some of you miss some of you take notes, uh, there's plenty in, in each story that we can, we can be in for a little bit of time. But uh, Luke, uh, Luke chapter number 8, verse number 22. Now it came to pass on a certain day, that he went into a ship with his disciples, and he said unto them, Let us go over into the other side of the lake. And they launched forth. It, but as they sailed, he fell asleep, and there came down a storm of wind on the lake. And they were filled with water and were in jeopardy. And they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we perish. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased, and there was a calm he said unto them, Where is your faith? And they, being afraid, wondered, saying one to another, What manner of man is this? For he commandeth even the winds and water, and they obey him. Quite an interesting story, a fairly well-known uh, story from the Gospels. I can recall uh, hearing this story taught as a child. Uh, Jesus entering into the ship with those disciples, and just the thought that they could get in one of those boats, and when I say ship, it's not really a ship like uh, some of you think of a cruise ship. Uh, it was a fish, fishing vessel, and uh, not a very large uh, boat, and uh, the fact that he was in there with them. And this isn't my message tonight, but it's something worth pointing out, that while they were panicking, Jesus didn't get worked up. They were taking on water. They were going to sink. No, they weren't. Uh, the Son of God was on board, and uh, I'll say more about that in just a little bit, but I want you to notice verse 25. When the storm had come, the wind was blowing, and the water started getting into the boat, they're in a frantic. They go, they think they're going to perish. They go, they wake up Jesus, Jesus comes forth, he commands the seas to, to come, when all that's over, all Jesus said was one question in verse number 25. Where is your faith? Where is your faith? I wonder if sometimes, while certainly Jesus does not walk amongst us as he did them, I wonder if those same words could be spoken to you and I from our God, where is 
your faith. Tonight I want to bring a Bible study on this subject. Things to remember when you can't find your faith. Some things to remember when you can't find your faith. Father, help us tonight as we look into your word. May the Spirit of God instruct us, teach us, help us. May we grab a hold of these truths. May we uh, remember them uh, in the time when we can't seem to find our faith. Father, I pray that you'll help your church tonight. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Where is your faith? These disciples uh, apparently could not find their faith. Now, in fairness to them, this was quite a storm that is described. And I know I've used this as an illustration before, but having seen the Sea of Galilee, it, it gives you a picture of how quickly, and, and explain, having explained how quickly a storm could roll in over the mountains, and that little sea, uh, how quickly it could turn tumultuous. And in the storm, they, they, had, they had had the wind, they had had the raging seas, they were taking on water, and as we've already seen and, and, and reminded ourselves, Jesus calmed the sea. And all he says to them is, where is your faith? Maybe the disciples forgot to load that on that boat. Or maybe they're like you and I, when we find ourselves in a storm, we forget all about faith. Faith is, is, is something that we ought to constantly be reminding ourselves about, something that we ought to always be conscious to build in our own lives. Be aware of the one in whom we have our faith. But before we're too critical of the disciples, he said, where is your faith? There are times in our life when we don't seem to be able to find our faith or put our hands on our faith. We have seen throughout these Wednesday nights, there are some that Jesus said had little faith. There are some that he said had great faith. There are some, he said, even said, there's not greater faith in this in all of Israel. But here are his disciples. The same ones we have, have been part of the miracle that we have been talking about on Sunday mornings in John chapter number 6, the feeding of the 5,000, those who had seen Christ do miracles before this time. They were with him in this boat because they believed him to be the Son of God. They left everything to follow him. That is the audience he's speaking to when he says, where is your faith? That encourages me. I hope it encourages you. That certainly some of the greatest servants of the Lord Jesus Christ, who's ever walked this planet, were these men. These are the group of men that would have part in turning the world upside down. These men, as I read their stories, have greater faith than I had. Having grown up in church, these are legendary figures of Scripture, but we're reminded in this passage of Scripture that they were human just like we, were, we are. They have problems with faith just like we do. And I don't, this encourages me, this helps me, because I imagine the Scripture tells us that they're in a panic. And they responded just like you and I respond many times. 
they had Jesus in the boat. And if I had Jesus with me everywhere, I wouldn't, get, I wouldn't be alarmed. Like that. We have the Spirit of God that lives within us. He goes everywhere with us. But I don't think I'll be alone tonight when I say that there have been times that, where, where did I put my faith? Where is it? And sometimes the Lord has to rebuke me, not in Jesus standing on the bow of a ship, but the still, small voice of the Spirit of God reminding me who's in control. Bringing a verse of Scripture to mind. Then I have to remind myself, I wasn't going to perish after all because of the Master who's with me. I make some quick observations, and this is I'll run through this part very quickly. As you look at this, these disciples, they had lost their faith because of fear. And if you think about it, you and I face things in our life where fear is the, our fear is stronger than our faith, and it should never be that way. Our faith should be stronger than our fear. But let's be honest, and it's okay to be human. Just let me throw that out there. Uh, these men, the same way, but it was fear. What, what had taken place? They had forgotten their destination. Jesus said, we are going to go to the other side. Jesus was going to the other side. There wasn't a storm that was going to prevent him from getting to the other side. Jesus was going to minister to the other side. If you continue reading, he's going to, he's going to, the, the maniac of Gadara is fixing to have his life changed. He's going to get saved. And Jesus is sending him home to his family to tell them what happened. Jesus is making it to the other side. They forgot their destination. Maybe this will be a two-parter. When we are afraid and we lose our faith, it's because we forget our destination. Friend, I have a destination. It's an eternal destination. That's where I'm going. But even making it more practical than that in this life, God has a plan for my life. He has a plan for your life. And where Jesus is going to go, and he points us in a direction to go, uh, they had forgotten their destination. They, felt, they also felt the wind. We'll make it through the storm. That doesn't mean the wind's not going to mess up your hair from time to time. It doesn't mean that you'll never feel the wind blow. It doesn't mean you'll never hear the howl of the wind. They felt the wind. Why did... Why did they forget their faith? Why was their faith not evident? Because they were filled with fear. Why were they filled with fear? Because the boat was filled with water. No, the, the boats are designed to be on top of the water, not have the water in, in the boat. It, it's, it's easy for us to say they should have remembered Jesus was in the boat with them. But when you're knee-deep in water, it's easy to, easier to understand why they would be afraid. They failed in their faith because they were facing destruction. I made these quick observations because all of us find ourselves in those situations. Jesus just calmly 
rebukes the wind, rebukes the sea. Where is your faith? Think about that. Tonight, I want to give us just a few things to remind us of when you can't find your faith. I believe this will help us tonight. So things to remember when you can't find your faith. Number one, He is in control. He controls. Look at verse number, I'm sorry, verse number uh, 24. He is in control. He commands. Verse 24, and he came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we perish. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water. Well, if you take what the Bible says, he got out there and said, Enough. Calm. We can't even get our kids to do that. And if you've already reared your kids, we know you can't get your dog to do that. And we're going to find out when we get to heaven that, that dogs hear our words and they think it's the opposite of everything we say. So they're just more, more, more. No, Jesus said, enough. I don't know if that's the, don't, don't. I know what he said. You know what I'm saying. He rebuked it, calmed it. Why? Because he's in control. You realize, this is what I want us to be reminded of tonight. I don't care what your situation is, it can change like that. He can change it. They're facing imminent destruction. They are not going to make it to the other side in their mind. They are going to perish and he commands the situation. You are not in the situation you are in. We are not in the situation that we're in. This world is not in the situation it's in without God being aware of every single detail. He is in command. He is in control. He controls the situation. That's a, that's a mighty God who can rebuke the wind and the raging of the water. Things to remember when you lose your faith. Now, this isn't a Bible study tonight to, to give us some things to keep us from losing our faith. There's other Bible studies for that. This is what I want to help us, that when we can't seem to find our faith and we let our humanity be in control instead of the Spirit of God leading us and helping us. And let's be honest tonight, we all find ourselves in that situation. Here's some things I want us to remember to get our attention and so that when the Spirit of God rebukes us with that same question, maybe in a different, a different form of words, where is your faith? Something I've got to remember is, is He's in complete control. The wind's blowing, it's dark, the, the, the sea is raging, but... Any time that my God wants to say, stop, it's done. Any time he wants to change the situation, it's over. So by the way, if he doesn't, it means it's part of God's plan. It means it's part of his will. It means he has a greater work in, in, in progress, in place. There are times when we're going to be in this situation, we have to remember he, can, he controls every situation. And this is just to remind us that God is not going to keep us out of storms. 
He puts us in them so he can so we can be reminded that he's in control of them. It's one thing to say you believe something by theory that's never been tested. It's another thing to have been through something and have seen the work of God, seen the hand of God, that increases your faith. Number two, second thing to remember when you can't find your faith is he calms. He calms every he calms the situation. Look again at verse number 24. And they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we perish. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased, and there was a calm. Your situation, I've already mentioned it, but it can go from a storm to a calm very quickly. Sometimes God will calm the storm. Sometimes God will calm you and I. But he calms. Christians, we need, we need to, and I spoke on this Sunday night about being that, that second watch and that third watch Christian, and, and it's easy to be that first watch Christian, and sometimes we don't need to get in a panic when we find ourselves in a situation. And we say this, calm down. If you find yourself in an emergency situation, what do you do? Stay calm. If the fire goes, if the alarm goes off in the building, <clears throat> the last thing we knew, need for anybody to get in a panic, stay calm. File out in an orderly fashion. And those of you that fly, you go through, you, they, I guess they still do the, the thing where they tell you the seatbelt and the life. I don't pay attention to that, but I guess, I guess that they do that safety. And what, every situation, stay calm. Those of you, there's many of you, you've been in our military, you've been in law enforcement, and they, they train you to stay calm under fire. Because the worst thing that happens is when you start to panic. You're going to learn how to swim. Somebody's going to save you. Lifeguards, they teach them. If you're going to try and go out there and save something, just be prepared for it. They're going to panic, and they're going to drown you too. Stay calm. Well, if it applies in all of these situations, spiritually speaking, when we face a, a storm, when we face a situation that we cannot control, doesn't it just make sense to stay calm? Because we are reminded that he is in control. And we have an example here of when Jesus commanded, it went calm. And you and I need to understand that no matter what the storm is going on around us, we have somebody with us who calms. And everything can settle down uh, very, very quickly. Number three. Look at me at verse number... 25, and he said unto them, where is your faith? And they, being afraid, wondered, saying one to another, what manner of man is this? For he commandeth even the winds and water, and they obey him. Now, you've got to understand how much of a panic these men must have been in. They're in a panic. They're going to I mean, they, they, in their mind, it is over. They've tried to bail out the boat. This is a whole other message. They're doing everything they can. Well, we can't do anything else. I guess we better go talk to the Lord about it. 
They went down there and they woke him up and said, we can't do it. So they're, 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 I mean, their hearts being out of their chest, their adrenaline is, and then they, they see Jesus get out there and rebuke the wind like it was a misbehaving child. And in an instant, there's no wind. There's no more waves. It is calm and peaceful. He says to them, where is your faith? Now, they've gone from thinking they're going to die to seeing something that not only they've never seen before, it is not humanly possible. These men that were fishermen, part of the disciples that were fishermen, they never sat out on the stage and said, I hope one day I can see somebody calm these waves and storms because it just wasn't feasible. They've gone from one extreme to think they're going to perish to now another extreme of watching the supernatural take place. And what was their response when he said, where is your faith? And they, being afraid, wondered, saying one to another, did you see that those waves stop crashing? Nope, that's not what they said. Did you, did you, did you feel in an instant the wind? It was like, what manner of man is this? And the thing to remember when you can't find your faith is, he confounds. They were, using the word in Scripture, they wondered. They were confounded. They were confused by what they just saw. The point is this. We have to remember that we have a God who doesn't go by the same laws you and I go by. And the laws of the universe do not govern God. God governs the laws of the universe. And anytime He wants to intercede in there and, and change what man has written and change what is usually done. He can do that. I can testify to you tonight that there have been many times in my life when I'm left scratching my head and said, I knew I had a big God, but I didn't know I had that big of a God. And, and I never saw that coming. I never, I never in my wildest imagination saw the miracle that God was going to do and how he was going to do it. I've read about how big my God is. I've got a big faith in God. But when, right when we think we got God figured out and right when we think we know what God's will is, then he comes in and confounds us and confuses us by his magnificence. I don't believe they were like, who is this? They knew who he was. They believed him to be the Messiah. They believed him to be the Son of God. They had seen him do miracles, but yet, once again, Jesus did something that was so big and so unexpected that it left them confounded. And friend, can we not give testimony? The same testimony about our God that his, his greatness, he, if you just trust him, you, you, you have faith in him, and when you can't find your faith, just be reminded, he can change the situation like that. He can calm the storm, and he's not going to do it the way you think he's going to do it. I don't know what they thought Jesus was going to do. Maybe it was like, well, I guess if we're going down, I guess we better be the ones to tell him, as if he didn't know. Maybe, maybe he can help us get the, the water out of the boat. You notice that they did not come down there and say, Jesus, can you go tell the wind to stop? 
Can you go tell the seas to calm down? They came down and declared to God, It's over. It's done. No wonder his response was, Where is your faith? How many times have we, in not those same words, but in so many words, gone to God and said, God, just want to let you know, it's over. It's done. The situation is not going to be remedied. The situation is not going to be changed. It is all over. Well, when it's over when God says it's over. And when we come to the end of our ability, it does not mean it's over. Oh, how shameful it is for us, and I think we've probably all been there to not say these same words, but just want to say, God, this is the situation, just want to let you know that there's no way out of this, it's not, there's nothing that can be done, it, it, it's, it's all done, and, and we had a good run, we had good intentions, we launched out, but we've come up short. They had no idea, they weren't like, let's go wake him up, because I wonder if he's going to tell everything to calm down. I wonder what he's going to do. No, they, he confounded them by his power. Oh, I, I'm, I praise God. You don't, you don't praise, it's hard to praise him when you're going through the storm. When you come out the other side, I can praise God by looking back through storms and because I've seen his power in the storm. I've seen the miracles in the storms. I've walked away scratching my head. Knowing God did a miracle, but having no comprehension of how he actually did it. You know what that is? That's a reminder that our God is so mighty, our God is so powerful, our God is so big, even when he does a miracle right in front of our face, we have no comprehension of how it was even possible. It confounds us. You, where's your faith? Have you, have you lost it? Have you misplaced it? Have you got caught in a storm where it's like, it, it is all over? Well, let me just remind you, you, the one who you serve has the power to confound you. Even when you phone up your hands and said, it's all over, he's got the power to change the storm in an instant. Then number four, the last thing, thing to remember when you can't find your faith is he comforts. I'm going to read the text again. Start with verse 22. Now it came to pass on a certain day that he went into a ship with his disciples and he said unto them, let us go over unto the other side of the lake. And he launched forth. But as they sailed, he fell asleep and there came down a storm of wind on the lake and they were filled with water and were in jeopardy. And they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we perish. And he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased, and there was a calm. And he said unto them, Where is your faith? And they, being afraid, wondered, saying one to another, What manner of man is this? For he commandeth even the winds and water, and they obey him. He comforts. We know he commands because... He commanded the wind and the sea. We know he calms because 
his power when he spoke and his command, it calmed the situation. We know that he confounds because even knowing he's the Son of God, even seeing him do miracles, Jesus did something that was so big that they were still... They think about how what amazing that had to be when they've seen Jesus heal the sick. They've seen Jesus do the miracles and he still left them with their mouths open because he was so magnificent. See, when you serve God for any length of time, you don't get used to God being God. He reminds us. I'm, I'm, I'm bigger than the last miracle I did for you. I, I can still do that which you can't even comprehend. It's even possible to be done. Pastor, I, I, it's, I, it's all over. I, I've told God because this can't happen, this can't happen, this can't happen, this can't happen. I've thought it all out. Well, let me give you some comfort for number four when you can't seem to find your faith. The comfort is he's in the boat. He's in the boat. Uh, that is better than having a life preserver. That is better than having a lifeboat with your boat. It's having him in the boat. This, this ought to help us tonight because it doesn't matter where the Lord says we're going. Notice in verse number 22, he said, let us go over. Now, there's other stories we know of. Or he sent them over in a storm. He's up on the mountains watching them. That's comfort. They're sinking in another situation, and he says, well, I'm just going to walk out there to them. That's comfort. But he comforts because he's in the boat. You and I ought to be comforted when we're in the storm, and sometimes we lose our faith. Sometimes, I wonder, as, as they begin, it begin to sink into them what just happened, I wonder if they, one of them said to himself or said to somebody else, oh, why didn't we just go down and talk to him first? I strained my back, scooping out all this water, trying to stay on top of the water. Well, if we'd just gone to him first. Why didn't we? Oh, and probably Matthew, because he was the office worker, the tax he was, you know, he was the accountant. You know how they are. You know, he. <laughs> and Peter and those other fishermen were like, do this and do this and do this and do this and do this. And it's like, Matthew's probably like, oh, that didn't do, didn't do you very good, did it? I told you guys to go get Jesus, but no, you the fishermen, you had to show us how to do it. It begins to sink in exactly who was in the boat with them. I, 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 personal testimony, and I'm certain I'm not alone in this, but there's been times when I haven't been any different than these men. And the Spirit of God said, 
Neil, where is your faith? Where, what, and I say it in my own words, like, what, what is wrong with you? How many times have you seen God do miracles? And yet a storm rolls in and you forget Sometimes the greatest comfort in the world say, Pastor, when's the storm going to be over? I have no idea. But truthfully, everything is going to be okay when he's in the boat. And friend, tonight, we have the Spirit of God that dwells within us. Everything's going to be okay. We have a Heavenly Father who, who wants to meet every need that we have. We have Jesus, the living word, the written word, our advocate, going on our behalf to his Father, interceding for us. How can we lose? Let me answer that question for you. You can't. You can't. But sometimes, you're going to feel the wind. Sometimes the spray of that sea, you're going to feel it in your face. Sometimes you're going to be knee-deep in water. Not out of the boat, but in the boat. And you and I, we can't find our faith. We just have to be reminded who's in the boat with us. And I'm so thankful the Lord gives us a picture of the fact that these greatly used men and women in this Bible were just as human as you and I were. And what made them great, what made them greatly used was their faith in God. And even the faith that they had was not perfect faith. There were times, what a chaotic scene that must have been like. Because those disciples were some pretty strong-headed I'm not a fisherman, but I don't think we're supposed to be knee-deep in water in the boat. I don't know this horse. It was chaotic. And then before they could even catch their breath, get an idea of what's going on, Jesus rebukes. Oh, there's so many sermons in that. How the wind snaps to attention when they hear the voice of the Master. How many times we ignore the voice of the Master? That's the reminder who's in the boat. Have you lost your faith? Have you forgotten where, you, where it is? Has the Spirit of God had to remind you, where's your faith? Where's your faith? You're not alone. Matter of fact, the disciples found themselves on the other side of those words from the Lord Jesus Himself. Where is your faith? Let's be reminded when we can't find our faith can't locate our faith. Our faith is weak. He calms. He controls. He confounds. He comforts. He comforts by being with us. Father, use 